You are listening to the Corporate Travel Show, your weekly guide to what's happening in the world of corporate travel. I am Snehal, co-founder of Zoliday. Let's get started. Today, I have Bhavik with me to discuss about conducting business travel in the times of COVID. At Zoliday, Bhavik has been researching deeply about how companies from mid-market to enterprise should restructure their travel programs over the past few weeks. Before joining Zoliday, Bhavik worked with an investment bank and a hedge fund. He graduated from IITM in 2010. Hi, Bhavik. So, how does it feel to cross over from the field of equities and bulls and bears into the world of business travel? Thank you, Snehal, for having me on the show. It has been an amazing transition. In my previous life, what I essentially did was go through numerous financial instruments to identify which companies had value. But now, crossing over the line and actually providing value to this company is really amazing and exciting to me. And with COVID, the business travel space is the one that needs to be innovated, and I'm really excited to be at Zolida at this point. That sounds amazing, Gomez. Ah, uh, great to have you here. So at the moment, business travel is completely at halt. As governments are opening up economy and travel, like how Indian government just recently, two days back, started with the flights. What are the important points a company should consider before kickstarting their travel program now? So because of COVID-19 and its lockdowns, business travel had completely come to a halt. Now, with this opening up, companies will have to take care of two main things. One is the uncertainty regarding where to travel. If you do travel, what are precautions do I need to take care? And second is an employee safety. So what I mean by employee safety? Let's suppose an employee of yours is traveling, and if he gets stuck somewhere, what measures could a company take to ensure that he is most safe there? So these are the two main points a company needs to think when he is rethinking about its corporate travel. That's great, Bhavik. The environment today is very dynamic. I mean, countries are opening up slowly. But we don't know when the countries will open up, which modes of transport will open up. So, uh, how do you think we could actually get those advisories? Sure, Snehal, that's a great question. With COVID, what I essentially foresee is we'll be in a world where some economies would be open, while some will be closed, depending on the severity of number of cases in that country. So, in this uncertain times, the best place is to look for information on where to travel and where not to travel. In my experiences, has been. the embassy websites almost all developed countries from us to europe to even australia publish latest travel advisories for all the 184 countries in the world and i feel these departments do a very good job to quantify the risks and also make our travel decisions based on that so i would highly suggest anyone making a decision to travel out of india please do check out these websites before you make That makes sense because there is news coming on Facebook, on other social media platforms, and we can't be sure of whether they are correct or not. Embassy or government advisories are the most credible and reliable sources, right? For this, right? Completely makes sense. So now moving on to travel policy, uh, companies need to incorporate some changes, right? Because we can't go how it was going on previously, where anyone could raise a travel request. Get approvals and then get started with the travel. Companies might need to regulate or might need to restrict certain cities. I assume. So, what do you think about that? Right. That's a great question, Nehal. How companies have been operating till this point of time is to set up company policies for travel and then follow them for years together. But that model will clearly not work today because the environment is changing so rapidly. 
So companies need to adopt an agile model where they change their travel policies based on the circumstances at different places in the world. So companies should be able to adapt their policies on based on the travel advisories which we get from the embassies as we discussed before. And second is because coronavirus has also had a great impact on the economy. Most of the companies would have smaller travel budgets. So another thing the companies should look forward to is how to measure ROI for your business trips. Are there trips that could be done through a video call or not? So those conversations or the systems around it also need to be put in. Uh, that's an interesting idea that you have given. So let's discuss it step by step. The first point you talked about is actually restricting travel to certain places. Should that be done on a city level or a country level? What do you think? There are two parts to this question. First is, if the, is there a government advisory for a country? If yes, then definitely block the travel to that country. But if not, then the company can decide on its own merits or its own judgment. Let's take a classic case of US where you see a place like New York where there are like hundreds of thousands of cases happening at this point of time. But vis-a-vis if you compare California at this point of time, the curve has essentially flattened out there. So let's suppose if my business is in California, I don't want to lose out on that opportunity to increase my sales or revenue just because there were cases in New York. So in my opinion, if there are no government advisory, we should definitely restrict at a city level. That makes a lot of sense for me. I feel travel admin should have the power to not just restrict travel before somebody raises a travel request, but also once the travel request is raised and it's in the approval process so that somebody doesn't end up actually booking that travel because then there would be some cancellation cost or uncertainty towards whether the business trip is happening or not. Bhamik, you had actually mentioned about employee safety in the beginning of our discussion. Uh, what can a company do in today's time to take care of their employees when they're traveling? Right. So now if you finally decide that your employee travel is absolutely necessary, then what I would do is take care of three main things. One is provide each of my employee with a traveler safety kit. This will have all the equipment that it require for him to be safe from hand sanitizers to gloves to masks and also have a booklet of information about its destination that he is going into. It should have information about things like is there a quarantine necessary because as you see right now there is a different quarantine requirements for different states in India. So the employee should know about that upfront, where which hotels are safe to stay and which are not. And he should also have a good resource where he could reach out to the necessary people in case of an emergency. That could be the necessary emergency points within the company or outside the company. As most of the states in India today have dedicated helpline numbers for coronavirus. So he should have all of this information just at a click of a button away. And finally, if the company wants absolute safety of their employees, what they can do is tie up with emergency concierge services like international SOS. What this firm essentially does is they have resources in almost every country in the world. So if your employee gets stuck at any place in the world, they will make their entire wholehearted effort to extract your employee out of that emergency situation. Such a measure builds confidences among employees and gives them more power to travel and help increase the business for the corporate. That's interesting, Gomik. So you essentially discussed about three important points. The first one was providing a travel safety kit to all the traveling employees. 
The second one was about keeping emergency numbers handy so that in times of need, the uh, the employee or the traveler has access to all the emergency numbers like uh, of the embassies, of the uh, management of uh, hospitals, which are nearby. And the third part was partnering with emergency concierge services like International SOS so that the traveler can get immediate guidance in the time of need. And we at Zoliday cover these three points in our traveler safety console, which we will probably discuss in our next podcast. Sure. Don't be super excited to do so. I'm, I'm really excited about the safety management console. Sounds great, Bhamik. Uh, thanks for offering some insightful suggestions. I'm sure this will help travel admins and managers in managing their travel program. It was great to have you here. Thank you, Snehal. That's it for today. Be sure to join us next week on the Corporate Travel Show. And do check us out on our website, www.soliday.com to get started with your business travel automation. Here's Snehal, signing off. Take care and stay safe.